like that's I study marketing. Yeah. And that's like always been a big thing to me. And I feel like that's something that a lot of other people in my industry struggle with. Yeah. Is that they're good at music and they're all they're like the artist type. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Crater. Today we have Jordan Miller on the show. Jordan is somebody, he goes to school in Florida. He's a college student. He's absolutely killing it in the music industry. As you guys know, recently we had Syra, a Grammy award-winning rapper, on the show. Want to have more people in the music industry just to broaden the field. I mean, again, the whole point of the show is to show you guys all the different options that you have available to you outside the traditional nine to five. So I thought Jordan was a great example of this. He went from um, really DJing at a bar with like 100 people where he absolutely bombed it to where he's now performing at festivals, like booking out shows. This dude is absolutely killing it. And so when I saw what he was doing, I wanted to sit down with him and have a chat and, and have him share his experiences with you and, and how he's been able to really escalate his brand and his music career so quickly, okay? And really what we talk about in the show is we go pretty deep on how to get started because again, both him and I are, are young, we're students and we're in the grand scheme of things, we're just getting started. So we talk a lot about like how to get those early pieces in place and how to get that early momentum behind yourself to commit to something and to really go all in on, on whatever you're passionate about and to really locate and hone in on what that passion is in the first place. So again, if you're in the early stages, if you're still kind of figuring out where you want to go all in and how you're going to take that to that next level, this is the great, a great episode for you. You're going to get a ton of value out of this. So without further ado, we're going to welcome Jordan Miller to Young Smart Money. So again, wherever you're at, whether you're walking the dog, whether you're at the gym, I want you to sit back, relax, and plug in to this episode of Young Smart Money. All right, Jordan, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. It's an honor. This is actually my first podcast I've ever done, first guest, anything like that. So I'm excited. <laughs> well, there we go. I'm stoked for it, man. So Jordan, in the intro, our listeners, they heard a little bit about you and what you're currently up to. But for those of them that aren't familiar with you and what you're currently doing, could you give us a quick like 60 second intro as to what you're up to right now? Okay, so I right now I go to the University of Central Florida. It's a I think it's the biggest school in the country last time I checked. It's in oh. Orlando, Florida. I moved here from California to like kind of change my life up a bit. And I always had wanted to do music, but I never really pursued it. So I figured I'd go to a big school. You know, I'd, I'd join like a frat. I'd make connections and whatnot. At the same time, you know, pursuing my grades, you know, so my parents didn't lose their minds. And then on the side, follow music. I had this like whole grand plan. And then... I mean, it kind of worked, or it's working for me so far. I don't know. I mean, my <laughs> grades are all right. <laughs> that was real. You saw, like, before we started this, people kept walking in and out because I live in a fraternity house. I feel like college is good if you take advantage of it the right way. You know what I mean? Because it's a community, and you need a community to build a fan base. Mm -hmm. Same way you have a fan base for your podcast, you know? 100%, 100%. You go to college? Yeah, I'm actually in school right now. I'm finishing up. I've got one semester left uh, here in Madison, Wisconsin. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked, man. Do like, you think that your college degree is going to be useful? I don't know. I, I think about that pretty frequently because like, so for me personally, I am getting through school in five semesters. Like I came in with a ridiculous amount of credits. Crap, so. that's, that's like two years, dude. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm cruising, but I... As of right now, like I plan to just roll with the online businesses that I'm running right now, but I, I do see, I, I'm definitely learning a lot. I mean, like you said, man, there's a lot of value to 
college if you if you have an objective and like you're going into it and you know like what you want to get out of it whereas if you're just like going in and just like floating and just like getting by and not really having any direction i can see how a lot of people wouldn't get that much out of it but i again like you said i'm using it to build community i'm using it to figure out what i like what i don't like and what how i want to structure my life and for me that's been a really valuable experience yeah like there's so many people at my school personally who they go to school and they think oh you know i'll just go to college and during college, I'll figure out what I want to do so mm. that by the time I graduate, I'll have a degree and I'll know what to do with it. But then they don't. They don't <laughs> nope. figure out anything and they don't even try. And like, I mean, I still don't know exactly like where I'm headed. Yeah. And I mean, I nobody does. Trying, you know? Like, we're still early in the game, man. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure how old you are. I just turned 20. All, the time, but... <laughs> all right. So, Jordan, let's flash back a little bit. Let's work our way back to like middle school, high school years. I want to hear about your upbringing. I want to hear if you were somebody who was, were you always interested in music? You said you grew up in California. What were, what were you doing as a young kid? Were you into sports? Were you like flipping shoes? Like, what did that look like for you? Oh, man. I usually don't ever talk about myself. So, this is kind of weird. It's like <laughs> I don't share my personal like childhood with anybody, like even close friends. Really? But I guess just because when my parents got divorced, I was like, and it was just really hard for me we moved all over the country like I was born in New York and then we moved to Texas and then California and now I'm out in Florida so it's just like I feel like I've been focused on this part of my life and trying to move on from the past part of my life Hmm. but I'd be lying if I said that like it didn't influence me because like I I um I started getting into music when I was really little like I would put on these these little karaoke shows in the living room and like I wanted to be a rock star. Like I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then in ninth grade, which I guess is freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw this kid playing a guitar, like right by the lockers. And I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. And he's like, I'll teach you. And so I literally like my dad bought me a guitar. It was like a cheap, crappy, like you know, the wood was just like so crappy, it was like a toy. <laughs> yeah. And I I learned how to play it and then I started learning piano and I guess that just kind of laid a foundation you know what I mean because I didn't know what I was going to do until recently okay and and was so. the draw to music like what was the draw to music for you in general I mean you said at a young age you were you were drawn to music putting on these karaoke shows like what was what was what was bringing you there different people are interested in different things like I'm interested in podcasting because I feel like it allows me to, to spread a message with people and to connect with high level individuals um so I was just wondering if there was like a, a a meaning for you there like something some like some some core belief that that brought you to music and, and made you want to create stuff I feel like there's two two aspects one like I've always kind of been like into performance okay because like as lame as it sounds I really liked all that drama stuff sure it's like, like on a show yeah school theater and all that mm-hmm. i actually went to this camp um and the camp was in new york and its draw was like oh we're the camp that maroon five started at mm. you know maroon five like adam levine they yeah. headlined they, they yeah they did the halftime show for the super bowl this year yeah <laughs> and that band formed at this camp huh. so all like, the aspiring musicians and stuff would go to this camp and hope to like recreate their success story and they just had you can actually look it up it's called french woods they're not paying me to say that. I mean, it was cool. Like they, um, they have everything from fire twirling. And then on the other end, music. Like, you know, when you're in middle school and like, you're going through hard times and you listen to music and it literally just makes everything better. I feel like that's what's good about it. Everyone has 
experiences with music and it really brings people together. Mm -hmm. So then those two aspects like music and then I started creating music and writing my own music and then performance, it just kind of happened. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. So, so you're getting into guitar, you're getting into piano. When did you transition into like actually performing in front of people? When, um, I remember in high school, I was like 15 and I had this opportunity to play a talent show in front of all the parents. Mm. And so I practiced a song on my guitar. It was that Green Day song. What's that Green Day song that everyone plays on guitar? I was never um, very musical. So <laughs> I'm sure some people will know what it is. It's I'm sure some people will know it. cliche song of all time. Oh, um, probably like. Yeah, dude, bust it out. You know, I hope you had the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most cliche shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> no worries. It's a free country, man. Live your best life. And then I got up there and I literally like froze and I ran off stage. Really? And there were only like 50 parents there. Like looking back, I was so stupid. And I literally was so scared. I was like, I can't, there's no way I can pursue this because I can't get in front of 50 people. I mean, now like I get in front of like 5,000 people, you know, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I just, I guess I got the confidence. I don't know how I managed to like push through that. Okay. Um, I actually had this one speech teacher, you know, speech class where you have to like do stuff. Yeah. Like public speaking and stuff. Public, yeah. Public speaking class, yeah. senior year of high school. And I feel like this one teacher, I think his name was Justin. He literally pushed me and was like, he pushed me to like do public speaking. And then I finally, at the end of the year, I did this one speech and I killed it. And I don't think I was afraid to get in front of people anymore. Huh? Yeah. What, what did he do? Or like, what did he, how was he able to bring that out in you? Like, was it just like, keep getting up there, keep doing it? I just remember like I stayed after class and he had this talk with me, but I don't remember like what he said because it was years ago, but it must've been important and it must've been good. Cause then I like <laughs> aced the rest of the class. I went to college and, and then this all happened, which is like a whole nother story. I could go down like how I got into this. Yeah. So it was college. That's, kind of where, that's the old stuff you asked about like the upgrade. Yeah. So. For sure, for sure. Was college always something that was on your radar? Like, were your parents constantly enforcing it? Was it something oh, that you just knew you were going to do? Yeah. Like, my family, you have to go to college. It's just straight up expected. Mm. Yeah, I but can't even know. imagine the family dynamic of, like, a family that doesn't send their kids to college. Just because that was, like, me. That was everyone I knew. That was, that was my whole world. Just the schools I went to, like, you go to college and you study a thing and then you get a job okay okay so so let's, like, let's flash forward from the very start. that's fair so now you're in college and you had done this public speaking class you've gotten a little more comfortable in front of people where where do you start like really getting into the scene and like producing music okay so i did not know where to start at all and like what i want to do is i'm really busy on my own stuff right now but once once i have a little more success and i get a little free time I really want to like focus on helping other people get started just because it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, I mean, you could say the same about any industry, you know, no one tells you how to get started and helps you. Yeah. You have to literally figure everything out. And I, uh, 
I finally, it took me till like a whole year of college before I met somebody and I'm not going to name them, but okay. they introduced me to someone else who was like, Oh yeah, you want to like perform? Like you're not a DJ. And I was like, yeah, DJing seems cool. I'll do that. You know what I mean? Sure. Cause like I couldn't get any jobs playing the guitar anywhere. You know, that's yeah. just not a thing anymore. But like DJs, they're like, Oh yeah. I was like, I go to the club. I had partied a lot that year, that first year of college. And I was like, it'd be cool to be that guy. You know, that's kind of a different way of expressing like what I want to do, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to do it. So I literally went to the store and I spent like $400 on a credit card getting this piece of equipment that I plugged into my computer. I spent all week watching YouTube tutorials. And then I had like my first gig at this little bar. It's like on a Tuesday and there were maybe a hundred people. And I was so nervous too. That's, I mean, that's, that's where you got to start. Like, how did it go? That was the start. Oh, it went awful. They told me like that I sucked and that I needed to practice more and that I like couldn't come back until I knew what I was doing. Really? Did that that really set you back? Like, how did that make you feel? No, like I was like so confident then just because I had hired, like I spent so much of my personal like money that I had saved up getting like a camera crew and making a whole video out of it. Just a tiny little bar. Like it's embarrassing now. Like I brought two cameramen to the, the bar wow. yeah, to get different angles. I was like so excited. Uh, but no, I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. And they're like, if you, uh, you know, like our main guy at this one club is leaving for the summer. So if you know what you're doing by summer, I can probably get you that. And that was like a dream come true. I was like, that's the club that I play at now. Like 2000 capacity, crazy shit. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need, I can't mess this up. So I had a few weeks before summer came and I, I took out another credit card and I bought this really nice equipment just because I had to know what I was doing. And this is like club equipment Mm -hmm. and like, it probably was a bad financial decision, but I was thinking, you know, I need to do whatever it takes. So I bought that. I took it home. I watched even more YouTube videos and then that time came around. I got up there and I was even more nervous than ever before. And it was a really big crowd. I have video from that too. I hired (laughs) the same cameraman and I was like, guys, look how far I've come. And and then I got up and I did it and I didn't suck. And they were like, okay, come back next week. And that was last summer. So less than a year ago. Wow. Yeah. Was that, was that like a big turning point for you? Oh yeah. 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 That was probably the turning point because that summer was like the biggest summer ever. I was there every week, like making a name for myself as hard as I could. Like I was in all the Facebook groups at my school. I would like put up flyers of myself. I, I just worked so hard to like take advantage of that position. Huh. And then at the end of summer, like I got the news that I could play this massive music festival. And I was just like, this is, this is more than I could have imagined in six months. You know what I mean? Yeah. So talk to us more about the marketing because I'm always curious and our listeners are as well, like how people are marketing their, their businesses, their projects when they're starting up. So you mentioned like flyers, you mentioned Facebook groups, like what's yeah. all the different things you were doing? 
I forgot this isn't a music podcast. It's a business <laughs> podcast. But like that's, I study marketing. Yeah. And that's like always been a big thing to me. And I feel like that's something that a lot of other people in my industry struggle with. Yeah. Is that they're good at music and they're all, they're like the artist type. Mm. But they can't handle the business aspect and they sure. can't get the word out. And like me, like I, dude, I've taken like Ty Lopez courses on marketing. Really? On how to run Facebook ads, how to grow an Instagram account, how to use Twitter. And I just used all those strategies that I had learned that, you know, a social media marketing company would use for another business to grow my own personal stuff. And that's honestly like what's been the most successful. What made you want to enroll in that course? (laughs) The Ty Lopez course. I started that before I did music because I wasn't getting any of these opportunities. I literally would, I had a business partner. His name is Blake. Mm-hmm. I hope he watches this. And we actually like lived together for a little bit just because uh, like he slept, his bed was in the living room because we only had a one bedroom apartment. We could only yeah. afford that. And we would watch these courses during the day and we like split our money to save up for these courses and then use the courses to earn the money back. We did Airbnb for a little bit. We did the social media marketing. We did some sketchy Forex and Bitcoin investing stuff. (laughs) And then like at night I would like play my piano and like try to make music. And he would always just like, Oh, come on, focus on the money. Like, what are you doing over there? And then we like fell out of touch. Like we don't talk anymore. And, or at least we didn't for a long time. And I just used all that energy and put it towards what I wanted to do. And then it worked. Hmm. So that entire time, what made you maintain your focus on music instead of just trying to like go all in on one of these business opportunities? Oh, dude, like I even did Amazon for a little bit. I don't know if you know anything about Amazon selling. I got really, when, um, what are they called? The fidget spinners. Oh, yeah. Massive. Dude, I sold over 10,000 fidget spinners. Really? Yeah. I got them from China. I hopped on and I was just getting into Amazon at the right time. And I guess I, I realized that was a hot product and I found a really good supplier and like orders started coming in overnight. I remember I was on vacation. I was on Miami beach at a hotel with my parents cause they had come out to visit me and my girlfriend at the time. And like, they're all going out to the beach and I'm like, you guys go, I'm going to stay in the room. I need to fill these orders. Like, like I have like thousands of dollars worth of orders and I don't know what to do. So I need to figure this out. And they're all at the beach and I've stayed in all day, just like manually fulfilling all these orders from China <laughs> on my credit card, which I ended up getting paid from Amazon and I paid all off, which was fantastic. But I got really into that anyway. I don't know how I got on that tangent. <laughs> no worries. I was just because, curious about like maintaining your focus on music. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could have stayed with Amazon, yeah. but it just, I didn't love doing it. Hmm. You know, I started going to school and I started doing the music stuff and I was like, forget the Amazon stuff. Like this is so much more my style. So I literally had to choose between something I knew I could make work. Like I mm-hmm. could make it work. Like I actually almost moved to LA the summer of 2017. I was, in, I was in Beverly Hills visiting my uncle and he offered me a real estate job. And then two days later, I flew back and started going to school here. 
Like, who knows? Who knows what could have happened? But, I mean, things have been going so well. I was like, sorry, I want to do music, and I'm not ready to move out here. Was that a difficult decision for you? Yeah. Yeah, like, I regretted it for a long time. And then once things started, like, working and I, all my work started to pay off at least a little bit, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this never would have happened if I took that real estate job. And... Like, I have no regrets now. 100%, 100%. So talk to us now about sort of like building up your personal brand because at this point in time, um, at least on social media, you have a bit of a presence. Um, so how have you been able to establish yourself as somebody who, who people know of? Dude, I don't even think I'm doing that well. I wish I had started way earlier. Everyone does, man. Yeah, everyone does, I guess. I just sometimes think like if I had... If I had known what I know now and taken advantage of the beginning stages of some platforms like Instagram, dude, I'd be fucked. I'd be like world famous, <laughs> but now it's so hard. And like, I'm able to be successful on a, a, a somewhat small medium scale, but obviously it's like, it's competitive, more competitive now. Um, what was the question again? Like as, as a musician, how are you able yeah. to like build up your personal brand? Well, I can't give away all my secrets <laughs> to how <laughs> I build my brand, but I, um, I really focus on consistent quality content lately, uh, which obviously I wish I had done sooner. And then, I mean, taking advantage of, of t- tricks, tips and tricks on the platforms, like growth hacking, you know what I mean? Okay. Do you have any specific examples for our audience, for our listeners? <laughs> uh, do you have any examples that you're aware of? Since I know you do social media too. Sure, man. I mean, um, personally, what I do, I mean, I, like I focus. Deny those. <laughs> I mean, I, at this point in time, like my, my personal Instagram isn't a huge focus for me. I, I used to run a social media marketing agency at one point where I worked with influencers to build their brands. Um, but since going all in on the podcast, I, I like fired all my clients and just like went all in on this. So oh, yeah. I don't really do much with that anymore. I, I mean, I, I maintain my personal page, but like I'm not focused on like growing it at the moment. So, I mean, most of the stuff that I do is, I mean, it's pretty basic. It's posting in my stories. It's taking advantage of all the features Instagram has available. Wait, when you say personal page, you mean like you as a person or the Apple? One? Apple Crider, yeah. That's a business page, I would say. And I would say my personal page is a business page. Because yeah, I, I mean, can't personal brand, yeah. Page. I can't post pictures of myself doing fun stuff because it needs to be brand-oriented. That's very true. That's, that's very true. And I mean... I learned how to build a solid brand. That's fair. And, like, well, when I say personal, because, like, I... Before building a YouTube channel and then a podcast and then an Instagram page, I never used social media. Like I've never had a Snapchat. I've never had a, like a, an Instagram that wasn't this Instagram. So like I, when I think of social media, I just like think of everything as like my personal brand. Dude, I got so into social media. I feel like I was part of that social media. You're how old? You're 20 now? I'm 20, yeah. Man, man you're not like, your whole life isn't social media. Nah, I was purposely like, High school, I didn't, I didn't do social media. Like, I was like, you want to talk to me? Talk to me first. High school is when social media started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, freshman year, everyone had the 3GS, which yep. was, like, the coolest thing ever. And it was, like, yep. it was, like, Rick, yeah. And then Instagram came out, and everyone made accounts on this stuff. And then Snapchat was, like, way old. <laughs> Snapchat was so much different. 
but it was so cool. And like literally going into that kind of teenager stage of life, as all this technology and communication technology came out, I feel like everyone from that, I don't know, era, just because mm-hmm. I don't know what like, you experienced, but all of my friends, and that's everyone in my age group that I knew, just like dove headfirst into this stuff. We got the iPhone 4, or everyone got the iPhone 4 when it came out, and that was like revolutionary, and then the 5, and then now I have like, there's no buttons anymore. <laughs> but yeah, like I always had social media. I just never thought of it as a business tool until recently. Hmm. Was that, was the Ty Lopez course really what like showed you that it could be used for business or was there something else? That and growing up and becoming more mature, you know, like none of this stuff was even on my mind in high school. Hmm. Ty Lopez did so much crap, you know, and like he's such a meme on the internet, but I love Ty Lopez. Really? Such an inspiration, yeah. How so? Because I used to love, I still do love all those fancy cars and all that, the Lamborghini and here in my garage. <laughs> and, you know, all the stuff that he teaches is kind of, it's kind of relevant. Like the whole social media marketing course, it taught me how to, so much stuff. I recommend go, go watch it. Except, <laughs> like, I was using these techniques on other things. Like, we had this whole idea to, you know, marketing for car dealerships and marketing for this and that and i don't know why it took me so long to realize that i could use all this for myself you know what i mean now i I use the growth tools and social media marketing for other artists and like for the record label to promote other people's music and get other people gigs as management and that's what i'm like really trying to do once i get myself into the position i want to be in is really like manage other people promote other people grow other artists and i mean you can't say that's not directly correlated to what i went through and what i learned from like that course from social media as a business aside from as like a personal music tool 100 percent, and i mean that's one of the big reasons why i think like when you're young just learning is so important i don't think enough people are spending enough time like investing into themselves and learning because like you learn something and like you're not starting like a social media marketing agency, but like you're applying that stuff that you learn through that course into so many different aspects of your life. And had you never taken that time and that money to invest and like learn more, you never would have been able to have those tools at your disposal. Yeah. I mean, it's a combination, I guess you're right. People should learn more and people should read books and people should do a lot, but like you can't really I mean, change society. You just have to adapt to society, you know? So it's definitely life experience, like help. And then the fact that taking the knowledge and using it in a different way, you know what I mean? Staying open-minded to how you're going to apply that knowledge, I think is like just as important as learning. I'm totally with you, man. And being able to see like where you can apply stuff like across disciplines and being like, pick something over here. Like, how can I use it over here? And not being so like, if I knew sooner and known in my mind that you could use it on different things, I would first of all, have been way more interested in learning. Like kids always say, when am I going to need algebra? It's like, just learn the algebra because maybe something you learn along the way can come in handy for something you try to do in the future. You know? And that's just something I never realized. And I think is like super important. Yeah, that's really key. And like just being able to have. You need to know, like take a course on learning another language and you might learn something you didn't know, you didn't know that you didn't need. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. And yeah, just, just being able to have an open mind and, and being able to like, yeah, I mean, like you said, apply things to different areas and not being so like narrow focused on like, I'm never going to need this. So why would I bother learning this? Be like, how, how can I use this? Not like I'm never going to use it, but like, exactly. how can I use it? Where can I use Dude, it? Exactly. That's, that's really wise words. <laughs> Knowledge. Knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so talk to us now about, about that first music, music festival that you, that you landed. Um, talk oh, to us man. about that process. Okay. So the process was there's, there's someone in my life who's still in my life mm-hmm. who is the same person that I was introduced to earlier in the story. Okay. And that but no gave names. me this opportunity at this club. Can and, we give him a name? They were, so I don't forget about him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, his name is Brian. Okay, Brian. Cool. Brian. His real name. Okay, so Brian, so Brian uh, realized that I guess that I was putting in a lot of work too. You know what I mean? You, you sometimes, like I'm sure he gave other people opportunities before me. Mm-hmm. And I think that I really took advantage of it more than anyone else had. You know, by like doing all the things I said to take that opportunity. I'm sure he'd never seen anything like that. And so that's why probably he became even more invested because he's like, damn, we got a solid team here now. And so uh, as like the person in charge of the promotion company, he got an opportunity at the festival and contacted me about it. And I was like, I will do whatever it takes. You know what I mean? I'll do whatever Mm -hmm. it takes. And I did. And I didn't even know for sure until the day of, like the morning of. Wow. But I believed, you know what I mean? I told everyone as if I was going to. Because I was like, it's not an option to fail. And then I, I went up there and I, I had three cameramen this time. <laughs> yeah, from all the angles. And I blew that up. And finally, people started to take me seriously. A lot changed. Yeah. Because I, that was, I mean, that's a 15,000 person festival from 100 people at a bar in like six months. That's massive. Yeah. It was crazy. I couldn't even believe it. But like the attitude change of me just like going out there, like all out. I mean, there's a reason that, that people work so long to get things because imagine if I was thrown into that opportunity in high school when I just ran off stage. Like, can you imagine that? You have to go through things before you're ready for things. Do you agree? Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And it is a process. Like every experience you have getting another rep under your belt and really just getting that additional preparation is, is getting you in the place where you're going to be ready for something like that. And one thing that I think is really important that you brought up as well is like when you have a mentor, when you have somebody like, like Brian is to you and they're, they're likely, they, they likely see a lot of people that they're that they might try to help out and something that's really important and a lot of people message me and they're like will you be my mentor or like can you find me a mentor or like i need a mentor they don't realize that the mentor isn't going to do the work for them like the mentor is going to show you the ropes and like might give you some guidance but like you need to be the one doing the work and if you want that person to continue to support you you have to put in the work and like take the steps. Cause like if you take zero steps, they're not going to take any steps. But if you take one step, they're going to take one step. If you take two steps, they're going to take two steps. So you have to make sure that you are putting in the work. You can't just like have someone to be like, Hey, do this for me. Like be my mentor. Like you need to be. I never even realized that he was my mentor until you just said that. 
Really? I didn't even realize that I just told a whole mentor story, which is <laughs> weird because Ty Lopez is all about finding a mentor. Yep. Wow. I guess I did find one. That's pretty cool. Would you, would you consider <laughs> him your mentor? I would now that you, you said it. Yeah. And um, the problem was like, I had heard the Ty Lopez thing and I was like, I need a mentor. And what I was doing was trying to find like one mentor, like maybe this guy could be my mentor and then trying to get him to be my mentor. Yeah. And nothing really worked until I just started keeping an open mind and meeting as many people as I could. And now I guess I have multiple mentors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where were you meeting just, people? Oh, social media. Um, I would just go to so many school events, hmm. like events I didn't have to go to. And it ended up, I was at this one meeting. It was like to join a frat. It was like an IFC meeting. And there was a kid and he's like, oh, dude, I DJ too. Like you should meet this guy that gets me all my gigs. And I was like, at the time, I didn't know it was going to pan out because I had been through so many like false hope experiences. You know what I mean? If you yeah. have those. You don't want to get too excited about things because they usually don't work out. Yeah. And I messaged the guy and he met with me and then it, it worked out. And that guy kind of fell off, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I still consider him a good friend, but it just happened because I was keeping an open mind, I guess. That's true. And I think it's really important to not only like there are specific networking events, but a lot of times you're going to meet these people in places that you wouldn't expect. Like, and sometimes you have to reverse engineer it too. like, think about like, where would this type of person hang out? Like if I want to meet somebody who's doing X, Y, and Z things, where would the person who's doing X, Y, and Z things be? Or I mean, just chance encounters like that, like at a frat meeting, meeting somebody who knows a guy, like you, you never really know when you're going to run into people. And a lot of times it's not where you'd expect. The reverse engineering is kind of advanced networking. Like, I didn't do that really recently, which is just like go to the club, ask for a certain person. And nowadays you can meet whoever you need to meet right away if you know how. That's the so truth. In the past, it's like, it takes me a year to meet the right person that can help me. What are some strategies you've picked up on like meeting people and being able to like... like reverse engineering the yeah. networking, like you said? Yeah. Oh gosh, strategies. I mean, I guess, first of all, make sure you're ready to, to talk to the person if you get a hold of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It takes experience, obviously. But in order to find, like, the right people, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, obviously be nice to everybody because you'll meet people and you won't know. Like, that bartender could also own the club. Mm. You know, that person in line behind you could be best friends with, you know, don't, you got to, You've got to watch out all the time. That's true. Being nice wins. Stories about that. Huh? You have any stories like similar to that? Because that's really like. Not particularly. I mean, I'm always just very outgoing at all. I mean, I go to a lot of events, mostly like entrepreneurship marketing focused, but I'm always like very outgoing. And now, I mean, I'm speaking at events as well. And I mean, like you said, man, you never know who you're going to run into. So it's always just like positivity wins, like being nice wins. Yes. Like that's the strategy. Don't be a dick. Exactly. And then learn things and go to things because you never know. That's literally life. You never know. I'm, I'm so with you, man. I'm so with you. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what, what, what could, what? Okay. Let me take that back a second. How long have we been doing? How long? Uh, what's our time running on this podcast? 
Um, we're at about 35-ish minutes right now. Oh, man. How long do we usually go for? About 45. You know the, some of the podcasts I watch, they go for like two and a half hours. And I we're don't not going for two and a half hours. <laughs> it's already almost 7 o'clock. I got things to do. I got finals. <laughs> I think I have some of those as well, but uh, we're not worrying about that yet. Yeah, uh, no. School, I mean, school comes first, but yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, but we're wrapping up. We're wrapping it up. Don't worry. Cool, cool. Um, I got another interview I, in about I twenty minutes. I had a good time so far. This has been fun. <laughs> good. I'm glad. We're really good at this. Like, I watch a lot of podcasts, and sometimes the hosts suck. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. You're like a therapist. You have to like <laughs> rip the information out of me. You have to like inspire me to say the right things. Exactly. I usually, I I'm, I feel like I'm social, but I don't usually talk about myself. You're going to have to put a filter on me, like an Instagram filter to make me look good. <laughs> You're ridiculous, man. All right, Jordan. So what would you, what would you tell like a listener, 16, 17, 18 years old, who's interested in getting started building their brand? Like say they have a passion, something they really care about. What would be some of the first steps that you think they should take in order to start building up that presence around themselves and to start like attracting people to them? Okay. So something I used to do all the time when, Remember, like I told you about that whole Ty Lopez phase and yeah. I made so many businesses and every time I would start a new project, I would focus on the name so much like, oh, what's the perfect name? But honestly, that doesn't, that's not as important. Build the brand and focus on what makes your brand different. You know, what makes your brand stand out? Like at first look, what's going to make your brand different? Yeah original and, and, and cool and make people want to interested and want to follow you and then build that. I'm that so, sense. I'm so with you. Like I get people messaging me practically daily with like, which name is better or like which color on my logo looks better. And it's like, I stopped just trying something. to figure out a name to use. And I just, I just kept the name I had, which is my <laughs> real name and just focused on the brand. And now people say, Oh, like you're so lucky that you have a catchy name. It's like, that's why people used to tell me that like my name sucked and now just because I, I made it work oh I'm so lucky that I was just born with a natural good catchy name that's such yeah, yeah. I'm that totally... just proves that it's like not what you should focus on it especially at first 100% like it's all about results like when I started my social media marketing company like I didn't build a website I didn't buy a domain name I didn't make a professional looking email like I went out learned how to get people results and went and got people results and built my business by getting people results and, and then, then when they start asking hey what's your website then maybe yeah exactly well, exactly but like a website for every company I ever I have so many <laughs> dead websites and I spent so much money on GoDaddy and Wix <laughs> yes like, dude oh if I build this whole brand and internet presence I didn't realize that it didn't matter if you don't have a brand Yes, exactly. Like you need to be solving a problem, delivering something to somebody before you have to worry about these things. Like you can build a social media marketing company. I know people personally who have a social media marketing company doing over six figures and they don't have a website. They don't have anything. Like literally they just know how to get people results and they have clients who refer them other clients and that's all you need. So people get caught up in all these minute details that in the grand scheme of things, they really don't matter. Like they're things, they're like the icing on the cake, but like you need to focus on like baking the cake first before you focus on like what color the icing is going to be. Yeah. 
hundred percent. I mean, I'm not going to say social media isn't important because I think it's like one of the most important things, Yeah. but it's also useless if you don't have the brand and the content. Yeah. There's nothing behind it. Like you could have a hundred thousand followers, but like, if you're not actually doing anything, if you don't have a business, if you don't have some kind of value you're providing to people, like what's the point? Yeah. So I guess to people, you know, whether it's music or what's another example, what do people want to do with their lives? (laughs) Oh man. I mean, I'm biased, but like podcasting, you can't just decide I'm going to be a painter and then make a whole website for yourself and a name for yourself like Jason the painter and then all this stuff and expect people to hire you when you haven't made a single painting yet exactly right make the paintings first 100 percent, 100 percent. all right Jordan I got some questions that I like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up the show yeah. are you feeling ready for them yeah for sure all right perfect the first thing I'm curious about is what is something that you are excited about right now this could be something in in your field of, of, of music. This could be something in the wider realm of like the world. Like what's something that genuinely has you excited? Um, I mean, I'm excited the general realm of the world. Wow. I was just <laughs> going to talk about myself, but I mean, world you do whatever you want, man. But no, like I have a couple of shows coming up that I'm really working on that are like unbelievable that I can't really talk about, but it's on the deal. I'm just excited for them because it's things that I've never even thought were possible, let alone, so soon that's huge man that's huge yeah do you have any so keep it on my social media accounts all right. put like a link put oh, like a I'll link, link them all up man because as soon as i am allowed to i'll talk about it i'll link them all up guys check out the show notes we got all the links there find everything yeah. there is to know about jordan in those show awesome. notes <laughs> jordan do you have any habits that have served you particularly well these could be in music in business in your life like what are the things you do on a regular basis to help you get to that next level it'd be easier to talk about my bad habits <laughs> 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 like sleeping in too much and um, procrastinating. But good mm. habits, I, there's no good, you gotta work on good habits. Good habits aren't habits, it's like effort, you know? Unless you're lucky and you just have a lot of good habits. I would say like things that I recommend that you start doing is obviously not sleeping in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a problem that once I solved, totally changed my life. How'd you so solve much it? More time, so much more time because time, money, and what's the third thing? I watched too much Ty Lopez. <laughs> um, and then another good habit I would say is being like social and, and not being negative and staying positive and being nice to people. That's like such a, that shouldn't even be a habit. That should be a nonstop thing. That's huge, man. Positivity. Like we said, man, positivity wins. Do you have any, any strategies that have helped you like stay positive? There's that one that I read where it's like, if you're not in a good mood, just smile and you'll like put force your body. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. Like the chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. The chemicals and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever that's called, Google that. That's a good <laughs> thing. And then, um, obviously eating healthy, exercising. I really like to exercise. And also being social, it forces you to be in a good mood. Like, it, obviously, if you're sad and kind of depressed, I'm not going like, to talk about depression, but like sitting mm-hmm. inside by yourself isn't going to make you any happier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just go be social and just, you know, fake it till you make it. There we go. Go out there and enjoy the day, guys. <laughs> yeah. 
go out there and, and get that bread. <laughs> get that bread, exactly. Jordan, um, are you consuming any content right now, whether that be like podcasts you're listening to, books you're reading, YouTube channels you're subscribed to? Like, where are you getting your, uh, your information these days? Oh, gosh. Well, Ty Lopez for one. Ty Lopez, ab- <laughs> absolutely. That's a given. <laughs> no, I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. Really? Like, a lot. I watch podcasts, like, but the podcasts I watch are not educational. They're entertainment. Okay. Like, the YouTubers interviewing other YouTubers. Sure. I can start listening to podcasts, and if you have any to recommend, I'll check them out. I got this one. It's real fire. It's called Young Smart Money. You're definitely going to want to check it out. See, that sounds like way more productive than PewDiePie. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, as far as books, there's a lot of business books I like. I like the classics, like um, How to Win Friends, Influence People, Think You Grow Rich. Classics, like start with the classics, obviously. And um, I mean, YouTube books, what else is there? I don't know, like podcasts. Do you have any like names of podcasts you listen to? Not in particular. Okay. <laughs> Not that I would recommend. No sweat, no sweat. Yeah. All right, Jordan, last thing. Where can our listeners go if they've been enjoying the value you've been providing today? If they want to follow up with you, where can we uh, send our listeners so that they can uh, hit you up? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can definitely answer that question. So, like, my primary social media is Instagram, and it's, uh, I guess, my username is Jordan I. Miller, because I have such a common name, and when I made it, it was, like, it was like high school, and so I didn't think it'd be a big deal to, like, add my middle initial there, because mm. I didn't think it'd be a big brand that I had to market, you know? And so everyone asks, what's the I, and it's my middle initial, so my Twitter is the same thing, and then... I have a YouTube channel where we're going to start putting the podcast and that's just youtube.com slash Jordan Miller. And, uh, I have some cool vlogs on there. Don't go too far back to my <laughs> younger days. Please don't. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to take a trip down. I, yeah, I made some weird videos when I was young. <laughs> All right. I'll definitely have to go check those out and, uh, let me and Jordan know what y'all think. <laughs> yeah, about go check those that. out. Fine. <laughs> All right, Jordan, do you have any last words of wisdom? Anything you want to close out the show with here today? Oh, man, that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really want to use a Ty Lopez quote. Something about knowledge, you know? Something about knowledge. (laughs) Uh, No, but um, like really just like follow your dreams, you know what I mean? Because as cliche as that sounds, you can literally make that shit happen. If you, if you put in enough work. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Don't forget that. Don't forget it guys. Jordan, thank you so much for uh, spending your time here on Young Smart Money today. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah. Young Smart Money. This is like the best first podcast ever. Setting the bar pretty high. (laughs) I don't know how I can go like do other podcasts now. I don't think you can. I think it's just like you peak here. Podcasts for me. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just be your professional podcaster. Yeah, do it. (laughs) I mean, you're already doing it. So follow your dreams and you're killing it. There we go, kids. Follow your dreams. 
All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Young Smart Money. Again, if you guys did enjoy the show, do remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us get in front of more people with the show. It helps you hear from even more amazing guests. It just makes the world go round when you do smash that five-star in iTunes. And if you guys want me to shout you out in my Instagram story, I am always up for that. So if you send a screenshot of your review to Apple Crider Official on Instagram, shoot me a DM of that or just tag me in it. Would love to repost it on my short story and give y'all a shout out there. Otherwise, I hope you guys do have a wonderful day, whether you're out walking the dog, whether you are at the gym, whatever you are up to on this fine day. I hope it is a splendid one and I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Real quick, just launched a new project called the Online Course Examiner, basically the Yelp of online courses. It is blowing up lately, onlinecourseexaminer.com. Check it out.